Hello, this is Lori Koppelman. Thank you for joining us for the Clutter Chronicles podcast, One Woman's Journey Through Stuff. This is a serial podcast about a recovering hoarder named Mary, who lets me ask her anything I want about her struggle. She is honest and brave every single conversation. Mary is sharing her story in the hope that it will help others, so please help us get the word out. As we all know, nothing beats a personal recommendation. You can also support our efforts by becoming a patron of the show on a website called patreon.com. I can't thank our current patrons enough, but I'm going to try. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Last time, Mary explained the unique process of unclogging her insides. In today's conversation, Mary talks about how her relationship to clothing is starting to shift and how she's poised to start letting go of a brand new category of her treasures. Hello, Mary. Hello. We are continuing our conversation. We just stopped um, because it's been going on a little while and we need to not have it be an hour and a half conversation. (laughs) And by the way, cheers. Cheers. We don't usually record at night, and we're having a little beverage, <laughs> and so we'll just cop to that. Yay. You were about to launch into something mm. that you needed to tell me, and I, I stopped you. Mm. So what is that? What's the next thing you have to update us on? I was talking about the procrastination bandwagon. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, often I will have a project that I need to do in order to get rid of the junk, but I'm so excited about what will happen with the freedom once that junk's gone that I just want to work on the house as if this stuff's already gone. Mm -hmm. And in order to bring these things, these clothing into consignment, you have to make sure they're in good shape. You have to have them on hangers. You have to have them prepared. And, you know, in the past that would take a long time, but as I'm getting more... uh, Uh, suited to just let things go I can go through them faster well um I had planned to work on them for a couple days prior and my goal was to have everything in the car the night before and instead uh, it's not what happened I got so excited when I realized that I am ready to really have my clothing upstairs in our closet in the I've done this before and it's not worked and it's because I've had too much. And Do you have any clothes in your closet upstairs? Now I do. Okay, but I but did you? I didn't. I I would have clothing kind of hanging around the there's a couple items that were in the closet, but most of the stuff was kind of hanging around the end of the bed or folded, but nothing hung. Okay. Was there space for it to be hung and it just wasn't? We have an older house which has those little bifold doors or whatever. Right. And he had the whole closet. Okay. And one side was suits that he doesn't wear anymore that he had up until recently been wearing. And the other side is the stuff he wears. And then some other stuff on the edge. And I'll try to describe this, but when my parents... um, My parents had a similar closet. Probably the same size. And if you recall these kind of closets... 1960s, 70s, 80s, whatever, they often will have like a, a, a space on the side 
that is like just a waste of space. Mm-hmm. Like you can't hang anything there. It's kind of a I don't even know what it is. You it's maybe like it. a foot wide, mm-hmm. and it's just tall because it's as tall as the closet. Well, my brother made these cubbies for my dad's side of the closet. And it turns out that those cubbies fit in ours. And when I sold, when we sold the house in 2014, I'm like, oh, goody, I get to take those and put them in ours. And I love those cubbies. And it was all about, you know, wanting to use them. But I don't really use that closet. Because what good is it having something like two or three of my items in there when I have a whole basement full of crap? Mm-hmm. So I pl- toyed with this a couple times where I was trying to make it at least the clothing that I'm currently wearing or whatever, and it just never got into a manageable uh, time. And I decided this is it. I Part of my anxiety is that I don't have the clothing that I normally would wear to work available, and I have to go down to the stairs, and I don't like to go down there, and I end up wearing junk and so I started revamping the closet, and he hates it when I revamp the closet. Hmm. And then it dawned on me, why don't I give him the cubbies? Because, you know, it makes more sense. He folds his shirts, he uses them on the top shelf, whatever. And I'm like, why haven't I done that before? And I'm like, oh, because you're selfish, Mary. <laughs> he didn't want him to have those cubbies. <laughs> you like those cubbies. And so it was a real breakthrough. I was, I mean, it's kind of interesting when you revisit thoughts and you're like, why didn't I think of that? Well, Mm -hmm. because I didn't want him to have those cubbies. Mm. So turns out they're perfect size for everything he needs. You know, Mm. one's for t-shirts, one's for shorts, one's for long sleeve, one's for lounge, whatever. And I was so excited about this new space. And then anything that was up on those shelves were getting all dusty because you can't reach them. Mm-hmm. I took things down. I got rid of stuff. I dusted everything. I decided to put my my shoes. By the way, I I would say I must have started out with 300 pairs of shoes because I'm down to 100. Mm. And I thought I was down to like 50 because I'm like, oh, look how little I have. And then I counted and I'm about 89. So I'm guessing 100. But down from three? Yeah, yeah, I must have been three because I can't, cannot believe how many shoes I've been getting rid of and I still have all these shoes. Wow. So I took these shoes. What I had originally done is I still had the little tiny closet that was in his office. And so I couldn't get to my shoes and that was just for my shoes. <laughs> and so I'm like, this is ridiculous. So I had purged most of my shoes. I mean, half the shoes of that group. And it turned out to be just enough where I could put the shoes in this closet and they fit better. And then I could put the the shoes that are in boxes on the top. Blah, blah, blah. This is all details. But my goal is anything that's hanging in that closet, I better be wearing. And I need to force myself, if there's something in there that I hesitate, put it on and then decide. Mm-hmm. And it's going. And then I can start justifying what I'm keeping and what I'm not. And I'm really surprised because the stuff that I have in that closet are the stuff I wear. And I kind of am okay with that. Mm-hmm. And in the Uncluttered course, it talks about what if everything you wear is your favorite. Mm-hmm. And that's my goal. So my I'm kind of veered off the clutter course because I had a couple things happen in the last couple of weeks, which I'll explain. But um, 
one of the things that I've come up with is there's the good, better, best. And how many of the items I have that I think are good and how many can I move into the best? Mm. And why waste my time wearing the good when I could be wearing the best mm-hmm. kind of thing? It's only been a f- right. four days? About weeks? four or five days since uh-huh. I've done this and it's it's already worked. I'm already like, that's gone. That's going. You know, it's just putting it in context. Mm-hmm. And I've not been able, I've never had a context. It's all been, I got too much crap. And that's like not helpful. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, obviously if I'm trying to purge and I'm focusing on, you know, I want to find 25 or 50 items that I can sell, that's one context. But when it comes to wearing clothes daily and functioning, and so my goal has been um, basically how to minimize the stress. Like, let's let's just say this. Do you remember when you were in college or even in high school and you were going to start school? You kind of want, you got prepared. You went and got your supplies. You got your clothes. You were prepared. You're going to start this new routine. You know, up until that point you slept in, but now you have to start getting up. And you had things to do that would keep you getting to school on time. I've been one long sleeping in. I mean, even though I wasn't sleeping in, I was the equivalent because I haven't been working a full-time job because of things I'm taking care of for my dad. So it's kind of like you can put sweats on and go. You know, Mm -hmm. I haven't had to be an adult. And that actually makes it worse because then I have nothing to rise to the occasion for. And um, with, you know... I've I've been picking up work, so now I have jobs where I actually have to look like an adult. It's helping, but then there's stress because I'm so into the wearing sweats. I'm not really wearing sweats, but it could be the equivalent of that. Mm-hmm. So he came home. He was not happy with this new new closet, but I'm telling you, I got pictures. It looks fabulous. Mm-hmm. It's so so much better. I took before and after, mm-hmm. and um. I was so excited about that that I spent the whole day revamping this closet. And it's like like the equivalent of what you would think a normal person would do. You know, like you moved in and you set up your closet. You know, this is what you're going to do. Um, that I didn't spend any time preparing this stuff for the appointment the next day. In fact, I just went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> and so the next day I had to scramble to get it together. And I still came with like 85 to 100 items and I got it done. Well, anyway... So I'm at the store, and I'm given. I I brought them some of my favorite things, things I did not want to part with, and people were ooing and eyeing, and this one woman came in, and apparently looked at a skirt that had just been put on a hanger to to take, tried it on and bought it, hmm. and the clerk is like, "Well, that's the quickest turnaround I've ever had," <laughs> and this other lady, she she uh. She wanted one of the sweaters for this um, fashion show they're having the next day, and I'm oh like, "Oh my. my gosh, that's so awesome!" So it was such, oh, it was gratifying. Yeah, it was very fun. That's a great reward. Yes. So are you making some money selling some of your stuff? Yeah, I mean, not a lot, but mm-hmm. it, my motivation is just, I just don't, I just don't want it to go in landfill, and I, I'm not saying it will definitely go to landfill, mm-hmm. but I just. I just like to get, just because there's such little treasures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know? Matching them with right. people who will appreciate them. So, um, 
So your husband didn't like the closet? How come? Because you just kind of did it without talking to him about it? Right. That's fair. And if I told him, he would have said no. So (laughs) (laughs) why would I want to do that? And and he also wouldn't have any understanding of why I did this. So what I what my goal and what I really think is is a a a good reasonable goal, like a normal person. I always have to think in terms of normal because I'm so out beyond that. Is so there's the little closet in his office, and that has his suits in it and the things that he doesn't wear as often. And on the on the floor. Um, it has these two little cubby for shoes, some of his shoes, and then my summer shoes. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And my goal is that the little equivalent small closet that's down in that room, which is a huge closet right now, everything is out, that would be my summer clothing. Mm-hmm. And off then season. Sw- off season. So mm-hmm. I would I would switch them. Because it's about the equivalent size that I have. It's half the size of the closet. And that, right. I thought, it's still a lot of clothing, if you think about it. I mean, to survive, you don't need that many clothing. But I'm not going to be a total minimalist yet. But that's my goal. Well, and we're in a, a four very different seasons right. um, in this locale right. where we are. That's true. That's, I think we do need more clothes than some people right. in other locations. But I'm so excited that I've even... Um, come to the point where I think I can actually do mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. So, well, that's always the, um, you know, the to have the end in mind mm-hmm. is so much a part of anything that you read or hear about in in trying to make change. Is what do you want, mm-hmm. and then where are you, and then what do you need to get there? So, for you to be able to start seeing that, what do you want? And we've been talking about that right. along the way. I've asked you about that, so you can be thinking and visualizing and getting excited about what's the point of this? What's the point? Right. Yeah, your house is full, so what? But if it's holding you back from something, it's obviously you're in your relationship, there's a so what. Mm-hmm. It's a big so what. But mm-hmm. I mean, just in other ways, why does it matter? What's going to happen for right. you that's good when you're through this? Right. And some of those things are really really important to just have this sense of normal about what your clothing rotation is and how much space it's going to take. What's normal for having a space. Right. What is the, what is the part and normal, you know, with quotes around it, you know, but just livable, not anxiety producing, just sort of healthy. Maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Right. Good words, but well, there's something about things going, like, it's, okay. So if, let's say I didn't have all this clothing. And let's say all I had were these spaces I'm talking about, those, those two small closets and the big closet. When stuff stopped fitting, I would know I have too much stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's been beyond that for so many years, I have no way to gauge it. Of mm-hmm. course I have too much stuff. Too much stuff from too much stuff. I mean, where do, where's the starting point? And what's really, it's, it's been really kind of refreshing. Like today, I went and I, and I've been closing the closet doors. Mm. And I went and I opened the closet door. And I grabbed a pair of pants and I grabbed a shirt and I said, this is what I'm wearing. I don't care what it looks like. If I, if I hate it, then I'm going to put it in the donate pile. But 
this is what we're starting with. Mm-hmm. And it was like, this is what you're supposed to be like. And I, I, I it's, when I was a kid, I used to um, read like Better, Better Homes and Gardens and dream about what life should be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and these kind of tap in, these mm-hmm. experiences kind of tapping mm-hmm. into that, mm-hmm. you know. And it's what a lot of people take for granted because why would they, I mean, they don't have the problem. So, and it, it's just, I, I don't know how to explain it, but it's kind of like, um, I feel like I'm arriving. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yay. <laughs> Any other um, learnings from the class? And then I want to know why you stopped doing the class. Oh, okay. So um, one great thing about the class is it's very motivating. It's got some great ideas. But um, I had so many things going on with my gut and everything mm-hmm. that I couldn't keep up with it. And also, I am beyond this class with the amount of crap I have to get rid of. And um, what the th- what the point of that is is like you start small. You start with a drawer and you remove the stuff that you don't want, and then you go to a bigger thing or whatever. And um, that's really hard for me to get my mind wrapped around because um, I'm I'm starting with where is it going. So in his mind is. Um, get rid of it just dump it and mine is where is it ending and that really stops me mm-hmm. it's a big big problem and so when they asked they said should we you know the people who are taking the course should we bother selling it and he, he's like no and your generosity will actually um forget what it's what he was saying but it it kind of propels you mm. and i so for donation is yes his, his goal, right not garbage right right unless it's garbage right unless it's garbage but it it is kind of like you're wasting time which mm-hmm. is exactly what i've been doing mm-hmm. um but i also don't think he is addressing people who were collectors or buying stuff to resell i i do think that i could still totally benefit from just purging it mm-hmm. and on some levels i have been doing that i'm doing it more because of his motivator mm-hmm. motivating ideas but um and it's kind of like i'm more aware of the time it's taking so it's kind of like okay but um I have one grouping that I haven't tapped into yet, which is um, consignment of the um, collectible knickknacks and household. And um, it's there's a place I want to go to that I haven't set foot in yet that I know I can just go anytime. And that's part of the reason why I don't go is because I don't need to make an appointment. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out they're across the street from the consignment shop that I went to. And I didn't know that until I looked and I'm like, oh, well, there they are. Mm. And so my goal last week was to do both. And I just, you know, because I was so excited about the closet, I I lost that. Mm -hmm. But now I know where it is. And my goal is to, you know, bring just 25 items, bring it to them and get it started. And Mm -hmm. then I could start doing it every week. And so um, at school with the preschoolers, we used to call Wednesdays Waffle Wednesdays. And I used to joke it was awful Wednesdays because they were so f- pumped up with sugar that mm. 
Well, I've decided to call it Wet Go Wednesdays. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of a horrible alliteration. (laughs) But we have no L in our days of the week, huh? And so that's my goal. And Wednesdays seem to be a good day for me to get rid of stuff. Mm. So that's Wet it go. (laughs) Wet it go, wet it go, wet it go. That's well, it. good. Yeah. Whatever it takes, yeah. I say. <laughs> Do you have for your calendar on Wednesday, or is it just a... Well, I, I see my therapist on Wednesdays, and it turns out that if I go to her, I have just enough time to make a stop, and then, you know, go home, let the dogs out, and go to work. And it's a perfect, perfect time. I'm already dressed. I'm already ready. I'm already out. And it's on the way home. Mm-hmm. So, Good. Yeah. So. Yay. Wednesdays until infinity. Right. And then I'm bringing in stuff from the house. I mean, from my parents' house. So this is collectibles. These are things that are from the family. Mm-hmm. And so this is it. Mm-hmm. This is the good stuff getting it gone. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty excited about it. So. And that's from the room in the basement that was kind of a family room. Yep. Right. That's making an inroad yes. into that. And that's where I'm starting just because it's inside, but I have boxes out in the garage mm-hmm. that, you know, are nice and neat, mm-hmm. but I know what they are and I just needed need that outlet. Mm-hmm. And once I get a taste of what they want, then I can know and it'll just, it'll go fast. Mm-hmm. I just need to do it. Mm-hmm. And so, well, good. That sounds like a good... Um, a good starting point, and maybe you'll continue to do some of that, and maybe it'll just open up the f- the floodgates or the trickle gates of just donating of, of just donating yep. it um, when you see what it feels like to right. get it out. Well, because I'm also having more, I'm more aware of the time I'm spending, and see, in the past it was just a sea of time being spent. Yeah, it, you know, how could you judge it? Yeah, and now I'm like, I don't have time for that. Yeah. I don't have the patience for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you if if you didn't have anything to guide it by, how would you even know you had no patience for it? Maybe I maybe I haven't had patience all this time, but I didn't know it. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like I'm getting more realistic, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe it, you know, maybe it's still part of a hobby. I don't know, but it's not enough for me to collect to resell. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of it's kind of seeing it through, I guess. It's just kind of the, the 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 final step because once I've done that, then I've pretty much covered. I I they either take it or they don't, and mm-hmm. it's got to go. Mm-hmm. So right. I don't know if I've asked you this. If I have, I've forgotten. But while we're talking about a vision for a space, you've talked mm-hmm. about that downstairs um, closet. Um, being an office space for you and a creative space and maybe a guest room. Mm-hmm. What is your vision for that family room space if you get the tchotchkes out? Um, family room, just to be. I mean, I have a lot of books, mm-hmm. and so those have to be purged and gone through. And that's been a whole other journey. If if um, I joke that if something like 
Pompeii happened, and then they excavated our house. They'd think I was a Mary scholar, you know, like I know everything about Mary because all these books I have are from my mom who loved Mary. Oh, and I'm learning to love Mary, but it's just the Catholic Virgin Mary. Yes, Mary. yes, okay, yes. Not sorry, you. <laughs> not about me. Yeah, and and um, and what's interesting is um, I I'm learning through osmosis. I'm just by having them around. I'm I'm learning so much. And so I'm getting a little better of understanding what these books are and how I can let them go or what I'm letting go. Hmm. Before, it was kind of like my hands were tied. I didn't know what to do with them. Mm -hmm. So, and it's kind of funny. I kind of feel like mom is kind of guiding me or helping me with that. Of course, she doesn't want me to be burdened. So, Speaking of your mom, I remember when the year we started this, it was the anniversary. The I think you call it the trifecta. <laughs> Did anything happen this year on the on the trifecta? Did your mom show up in any unique or interesting ways? Um, this was a weird year. Um, it depends on if you want to start a new one. It's kind of a long story. Is it a long story? Mm -hmm. Okay. Is it? It's worthwhile. Okay. Well, yes. Why don't we um, why don't we call this one good then? Because otherwise, it's going <laughs> right. to get another one right. that's too too lengthy for what we tend to shoot for. So, okay, let's wrap this up. Um, you've done some great donations and uh, making progress, getting rid of and finding new new uh, new ways to start clearing out a, a, an area that's been. Has been hasn't been touched in, right. in the time that we've talked. It's mostly been clothes and papers. Right. The family tchotchkes have been an area that has been untouched. So that seems to be a big, um, big area of of movement. If you're mm -hmm. ready to start bringing mm -hmm. boxes in, so we will cheer that and we will come back. Thank okay. you. Yes. And that ends today's chronicle. Can you see the shift happening that I am seeing? Mary is really starting to notice how much time her stuff is taking her. I can't wait to hear how effective Wet It Go Wednesdays is going to be. Thank you to my brother Michael for his gorgeous music. And thanks so much to you, our listeners, who are cheering Mary on. We love hearing from you. Find us on Facebook at Cluttercron. Stay tuned to find out what happens next on Clutter Chronicles. <laughs>